I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, guys. This is Damo just jumping in before the episode to shamelessly plug the fact that we have now launched our very own Patreon. We are really excited about this because not only does it allow us to go even further into the weeds of all things horror, but we've already started recording a bunch of episodes exclusively for the Patreon that have been so much fun and that I'm really proud of and just know you're going to love. We have two tiers, Cowards and Brave Babes, which are both exactly the same and give you complete access to all our Patreon content, but also allow us to know where on the scaredy scale you fall. So, here's what we have in store for our patrons. For just five bucks a month, you'll get access to monthly Scaredy Boy bonus episodes, which will include chases, scaredy stories, Q&As, deep dives, and a whole bunch of other juicy ones that we've been cooking up. There'll also be monthly RPG episodes where we'll be rolling those dice as we're led through a bunch of spooky campaigns by some awesome DMs you're likely already familiar with. And finally, you also get exclusive access to our twice monthly small screen scares podcast where we watch and review horror TV. The first series of which I'm excited to announce will be The Flan Man's Midnight Mass. So that's what we have coming up over there, but we also keep coming up with new stuff we want to do in the future. So not only will your patronage allow us to keep making Scaredy Boys, but it'll also mean that we can hopefully go that next step and get really creative and put out some truly cool stuff, which if we're really successful, will include us writing and producing our very own horror radio play series. But either way, I just want to say a big thanks to all of you for your support, financial or otherwise. We love you guys. Oh. And stay scared, everyone. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Prey. Prey is a 2022 American action horror film written and directed by Dan Trackenberg and is the fifth installment in the Predator franchise as well as a prequel to the first four films. Set in 1719, it follows Nauru, a skilled warrior of the Comanche Nation who fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to land on Earth. Um, 
I just have to, before you get into the movie, I've just got to peel back a curtain mm. for anyone listening. Maybe you've listened to the intro <laughs> and you've heard the intro of this show so many times and you heard me say, and I'm Tom, and there was hesitation <laughs> in my voice because <laughs> for some reason out. I nearly said, I'm Sean Carney. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had. I, I don't know why. And Sean, you oh. clocked my my hesitance. You knew that you don't know what happened, but you were like, that boy's done something dumb with his brain for sure. <laughs> Fuck it out. I would be like, my first thought is like, Tom, we've done this show for how long? But it's like, no, Tom, you should know your own name. Hey, I have famously filled out a form, a government form, mm. for friend of the show and head of the network that we are on, Joel Zammett, right. when he was getting married, <laughs> that basically had to state that I knew the couple and knew that they weren't just getting married for you know tax reasons or whatever and on that form I had to say how long I knew them and provide supporting evidence etc basic details basic details but that, that's that's probably the bit where you're going to come unstuck is writing about when you first met them and yeah, yeah you've been on these yeah. no 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 the part that I fucked the form up was uh, personal details um, asked for my birthday and I got the year wrong oh no Thomas I just, oh, I wrote, buddy. I'm, I'm born in 1991 I wrote 1990 oh bless you I don't know why Thomas Reed. <laughs> A fool. A, a fool. Nauru in Prey. Not a fool. No, a fool. No, no, no. A good film. I need to say this, boys. Mm. I watched this when it came out. Yeah. Yep. And I got just absolutely absorbed by the hype of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'd watched, I'd, I'd seen the original Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'd seen like, it's one of those ones, back when we talked about Jaws, Damon, mm. you said you'd seen little bits and pieces of it yeah, over the years. Yeah. I was the same with Predator. Right. So I finally sat down and watched the full thing and it's a, Psycho fucking movie. Oh, it's a cooker, yes, it dude. Is. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is. It's an awesome movie. And yeah. that just made the hype grow even more. And then I started to see reviews on Twitter mm. and Letterboxd and people were loving it. And I think I just went into it too cooked on hype. Yes. And so yes. I watched it and went, I didn't hate it. But there was like definitely, and this is a frustrating thing of it being a, a streaming release. Mm. It was definitely like one or two moments where I was I reached for my phone. Yeah, and I distracted. In the yeah. moment, caught myself and was like, you're, oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah. But I have rewatched it okay. since, okay. I should say. Yes. Really liked it on the rewatch. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> I think I just sort of shed all the, the hype and all that and just yeah. sort of came back into it and went, I just want to experience it for what it is. And what it is, is a really fucking tight and well-told movie. Yes, dude. Yeah. 100%. I got to say also, like, anyone, obviously this, this year- uh, a year of horn that is uh, this one's not so horny, but um, we've we've covered a lot of like amazing horror films that came out in 2022 last year. Fuck, last year was an amazing year for horror, oh, yeah. and the we had this issue which we've we've talked about off mic where we. We do sometimes front load a few episodes, especially for Year of Fear. We'd sort of chosen some of the episodes we were going to watch. We'd watched them on our retreat and recorded a bunch. Uh, and then all these amazing movies come out. Yeah. Especially, like, honestly, last year for horror was insane how good it was, which is why this start of 2023 is us front loading all the movies we didn't manage to cover last year because there was too many good ones. <laughs> and I would put this on the, on the list. This one's an interesting one in terms of horror because there is an argument to be made that this doesn't dip as far into the horror genre as it potentially. What's your guys' opinion on that? Well, I think it's my thing is that Predator is like like Alien. The first Alien is is big horror vibes. Yeah. The second one less so. The third one, but Ooh, I think Aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 it's like yeah. No, the, sorry, Tom. The second one that's scary. As fuck, man. <laughs> it, no, no, no. I get Sean, what you mean. Sean, I get what you mean. Sean. It becomes an action film, but it's yes, still a, a yes. It's big still scary. Horror action. Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah. It's still scary. And and I think yeah. like Predator, the first Predator, there's a lot of horror elements, and I think they're still here. Mm. And also, I think the most important thing for any listeners to 
note who are like, I don't know if this is horror. Um, I don't care. This is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did the year of fear. Yeah. We get to have a little treat. Yeah. We get and that to little treat. some treats. Th- this is an action film, I think. I think uh, that's, uh, that's cool yeah. as an action film. But like, to talk about the original, so the, the original Predator is the only Predator movie I've seen, except for this one, which, now that this fits into the franchise. Same. And the original Predator is, you said it was Psycho, which is such a great call because it's, it's generally like the movie Psycho where halfway through it has this massive twist sort yeah. of or change yeah. where it's like, so the front half of Predator is just a balls to the war action movie. It is muscly men sweating their balls off in the jungle Killing bad guys. Oh, they sweating. Mm. They sweating And looking too. good while doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then at the midpoint, it becomes a slasher movie, ultimately. But instead of like teens, which is our usual thing, we've got the strongest warriors on earth, but the predator is so tough that no, it's still a slasher movie where it's picking them off one by one. Mm. So it literally has, it is an action horror film where the front half is action and the second half is horror. And it's like, there's a clear delineation between the two of them. And I think this one- that delineation is definitely not clear. It's like it's all sort of mixed in there in there together. But at least for me, I think there's enough. Um, I, the predator is such a threatening entity that it still it still holds up in the sense of like I really love one, one thing I really loved about this is like the idea of that original one was you've got the toughest warriors on earth fighting this thing, and this is the same thing. You've got the Comanche warriors fighting the predator, and they are at that point in history the toughest warriors on the planet. So like that element I really like because it's like yeah these guys are very skilled they're very they know what they're doing but this thing is so powerful that it's it's still uneven it's still like a horrific threat because it's so tough to beat. I I really love a lot of this and I agree that it is it is a horror in especially I think the delineation is almost the inverse because the start mm. of the film is something bad is happening in this tribe's area like where, where they sort of live and right. hunt and you don't see sort of what's happening obviously the main plot is Nauru wants to make a kill and prove that she's worthy but mm. th- there's something going on and, and she's sort of trying to solve what's happening and then it right. kind of becomes that action kind of family story in the back half which is which is really great mm. but um I think one of the things that I've seen, and I'm just going to get this out of the way early while we're just talking general vibe of the film, yeah. is I've seen a lot of criticism of the movie that it's like- Because I love the concept of what if you had this most powerful warrior in space mm. arrive on Earth and attack a group of native uh, Americans' tribes. So, it's it's an, it's an indigenous people's story. They don't have guns. They don't mm. have this. They are fighting a predator with what they have, which is, you know, the tools and, and sort of things that they have around them, which I think is just great concept, you know, send the predator feudal Japan and fight a samurai. Like, that's Hell just- Hell yeah. Yeah, sensitive. yeah, yeah. Love it. But I, one of the criticisms that came out of this that just absolutely- cooked my brain was mm. people were like I don't understand how she's able to defeat the predator people were arguing that it's like <laughs> they show you how political correctness <laughs> right. yeah right but they're like oh it's political correctness you know she's oh, this woman that they're, they're trying to shove it down our throats whereas in the predator movie it killed everyone and it's like yeah did you not understand what the plot of right. the point of the predator movie is that if you try to beat it as a predator you mm. will lose because this movie is literally called prey because yes. in order to outsmart yeah. she has to think like prey mm. and it's like the first movie is the same for Arnie to beat it in the first movie. Yes, exactly. He can't use his big guns. He has to cover himself in mud. He yeah. has to use yeah. all the tactics she has available to her in her era. Exactly, yeah. Camouflage is a prey uh, defense mechanism. So Arnie's big old muscles aren't doing the job anymore. Arnie's no match for it until he actually stops and watches and observes. And that's why she's yeah. a fantastic protagonist because Love she's yeah. spent her whole life watching her brother and the other warriors go out and do mm. their thing and she's wanted to do it. And she's just watched how they do it and come up with her own ways. Yeah. And she's a hunter and a tracker and like it's it's actually perfect. Like that argument of how does she defeat it, it's kinda like 
did you watch the fucking movie? Mm, right. She sees the, she sees this thing do its thing. Yeah, and it figures out a clever way to do it. That's right. She still needs luck to do it. Yeah, but it's oh, but she uses her uses its own tools against it. Yep. Yeah, it's it's like sorry, they're not having an arm wrestle, and she's beating him <laughs> in an arm wrestle. <laughs> but Fuck but again, me. it's 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 that thing of like it's also perfect for a character because early in the film mm. we get that great beat where she's trying to catch the the mountain lion yes. with her brother to yeah. prove that she's you know. And it fails, but he says to her later, "It would have worked." Like what I, I caught it using your strategy. So yeah, you yeah. you learn in that beat that while she's not able to be one of the sort of the warrior guys and, and do that kind of stuff, she's still she's clever and resourceful. So that's how she's going to beat the predator. She's going to observe mm. it. She's going to be. She basically does exactly the same things as the predator she was going to do to the mountain lion. Like right, right. It's it's just a nice little parallel. Also, I'm a big fan of Amber Midthunder. She is unreal in this. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen all of Legion, which is what I knew her from. Oh, okay. She's very good in that too. Who is she in Legion? You've seen it, Damo. I've seen the first two seasons. So you know Carrie, how he can turn into two people. There's the younger female oh, version of him inside nice. him. Nice. Oh, that's her. shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the, yeah. the fighting one that yeah. comes out when he needs to fight. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, that okay. means nothing to Sean, who's not seen it. <laughs> She's also in a brilliant five-star movie called Hell or Highwater, which Tom and I have seen, and Damo <laughs> has had Tom's Blu-ray copy of for quite a long time. For, for I think, the better part of half a decade at this point. <laughs> it's been way too long. She has a very, very small role in that. Um, to, be, I, to be fair, just on the Blu-ray, it is sits pride of place <laughs> in my lounge room so that every time you boys drop around, you get to see it. I've just yet to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um, she's great. Her brother, the actor's name is Dakota Beavers. A brilliant name. Yep. Gorgeous name. Jealous of that name. And he's fucking fantastic. He's so good. Too. And Agreed. has an incredible voice. He's just yeah. really, like, both of them together, they just have great brother-sister chemistry. Yes. And, and he's yeah. awesome. They're both awesome. Agreed, dude. Yeah, I, I was like, I was immediately caught up with, with her and her character because how could you not be? Mm. And they do a really good job of sort of, I just like both of them so quickly, so quickly. Yep. And it's like that thing we talked about a million times of like, oh, no, I like the characters. But like- how could you not? That brother-sister vibe was really, really strong. But both of them just sort of gave that a thing of like, they're good people. They're good characters yeah. and they're willing to sort of uh, almost like that Captain America thing of like, well, this isn't going to be easy, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like that sort of vibe where you're just like, fuck, they're awesome. Where you've, I really liked how we sort of had that assholey character who was sort of belittling her for being a woman and rah, rah, rah. Where like, obviously her brother was not having any part of that whatsoever. And I also liked that that character- Died pretty early. Mm. It's like, oh, no, he's not going to be the antagonist for this whole thing. It's more like, yeah, he's dumb, so he's going to die. They're smart. They're not like- they're not allowing things like, oh, you're a woman to get in the way of the fact that you can still be a terrific warrior if you use your fucking brain and use your smarts and pay attention to the situation. So I love that he just dies so early, but it's also like those detractors you were talking about, Tommy, were like, oh, as if she could be the predator. Predator should be president or whatever the fuck they, they're talking about. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> um, like, you're that guy. You're the guy who dies straight away from the cougar. Like, not even the predator. The cougar fucking kills him. Yeah, it's, it's one thing I really liked is that it could very easily be a story where her brother doesn't want her like he's such a great character when he comes back after finishing the hunt mm. and he has that moment where he's basically named like the leader of the tribe yeah yeah that beats really nice because he, he's not like this arrogant showy leader he's he's mm. exactly like her but she's actually cleverer than he is the difference is he was born a man. And it's just it's just a nice element, I think. Like that story could be so lame and he could be like, No, little sis, you're not coming hunting with us. Right. But he's like, Yeah, no, come on. 
Let's go. Yeah, yeah, prove yeah. It. Show me. Let's yeah. let's let's see what well, you yeah, got. Yeah, his his thing is like, well, you better find it now. Yeah. And she goes, I will. And he goes, yeah, well, because you have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then even once he realizes that the the yes, the predator exists. She's been talking about like, hey, there's a bigger threat out there. And and then once he realizes, and he's like. Dude, you chose this thing for your like trial. Like, this is what you chose. You're a psycho. <laughs> like, I love that he just is like, man, girl. Okay, that's what you're going for. Uh, do they mention? I, I think they do mention in the movie that the chief is not well or something. Is that right? Yes. Because it's yes. it's interesting to me, and I have no understanding of the culture at all. Mm. But so you're getting the predator up against the greatest warriors, but all the greatest warriors to my eye look like they're about eighteen to twenty years old. Yeah, do yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting that you don't have any sort of older guys in that tribe and i just wonder if it's part of of living that way is like a lot of them have just been killed right or, yeah 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 do you know what i mean yeah. like it's such a dangerous way of life that maybe the young guys is all they've got mm. I, I assume also you've got to factor in the the other part of this is that colonial settlement is happening like they're being right. invaded they're being their homes being destroyed like I, I think there's also that aspect but yeah i guess it makes sense that you know you young warriors are young warriors because there's that great thing of like, you know, in ancient Greek and Roman mm. armies, there are no old warriors. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of young warriors. Mm. I, I think it's also just the athleticism. Like, what's the oldest footballer at the moment? This is a great point. You know, when you get to like 30 years old, all the commentary starts being like uh, the miracle of science. Right. This man is still alive. Yes, sort of yeah. Thing. And you're like, this is- So, a, yeah, it is. It's an athletic yeah. endeavor, what they're doing. You, you have to be It, it is right. You- you see the chief at one point, and he looks like you know quite an old man yeah. in comparison to them. And it's like, well, you're not going to go and hunt down a lion, right? Are you, yeah, mate? we're there like peak. it's a young man's game. Yeah, 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 exactly right. Or a predator man. Yeah. Um, yep. Sean, you mentioned earlier you said this was just like a tight movie that, and I got to agree that the structure of this is really good. But also, like one thing I was blown away by was the visual storytelling of this movie. So Dan Trackenberg, I think the only other thing I've seen of his is. Uh, Cloverfield. What's the one he? The Cloverfield he did. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Ten Cloverfield Lane, which I think had the same thing where it just felt tight. I felt like I knew the characters, and visually it was really like on point. So like just from the from the start of her getting woken up, she gets woken up rudely to sort of say, "Hey, this is her place in her society." She looks miserable while she's like picking those yams or whatever she's she's gathering, <laughs> and then she like sneaks away to throw the axe, and she looks so happy. And so like we haven't been told anything about this character, but like. Yeah, she's not all into the yam picking. She's into the axe throwing. Like, it's very, very clear. And so, I just love this idea of, like, straight away we know who this character is purely through the visuals. Purely, like, and then, yeah, later on we get told she wants to be one of the warriors. She wants to try to, you know, step up and, and become this thing that her maybe her society is telling her she can't be. But before we actually get that said to us, we get that shown to us. And I just think- that's some good fucking storytelling right off the bat. Yeah, they, they do a lot of that. And then I think she even does have that interaction with, I think it's the brother or it might be the mum where it's mm. like, why do you want to hunt? And it's just because you all think that I can't. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's just a good, you've shown all the development and then that's like the full stop on it. And it's right. like, all right. Now I know exactly what this is all about. Yes. And now yeah. we can go on out into the adventure. Yeah, especially, and I'll say this, like, I love the fact that she's like, uh, her, her character has been sort of taught how to heal. I don't know if it's like, because you're a woman, you can get taught how to heal injuries and all the rest of it. And so, one, she's quite good at that. We actually see, no, she's. it's not that she's unskilled in this arena. It's just not what she's interested in. And it's, it's that full stop point that you mentioned. And I kind of love the idea of these like, these two pools of these diametrically opposed forces as in hunting or healing, like these two opposites of the spectrum. And she's actually quite good at healing, but the thing she's drawn towards is the hunting. And that's what she wants to like, I don't know. I just think as a character, like for, for a background to a character, that's such a nice little 
it's not it's never really even stated it doesn't really become a choice does she have to choose if she's going to heal or if she's going to hunt it's just this background element to it that just enriches the character enriches the world so well yeah and i I can't remember from the original but i don't think you get such an early in the film just blatant here's a spaceship right right yeah because this movie i think basically like the first shot or one of the first shots is just spaceship predators down maybe it's that built-in fact that we've had decades of this franchise now so it's just like we don't need to hold anything back let's just give the people what they want (laughs) and then start this thing but it's interesting to see a spaceship it reminded me of when does it happen in the thing yeah, like it opens thing with doesn't space. Need that, but the very first shot is like a yes. spaceship, and you're like, "What the fuck, <laughs> Johnny Carpenter?" Oh, <laughs> I, I think, I think it's partially. It feels like a little bit of a nod to to the thing, but also I think the big reveal here isn't that there is a predator, but that the predator is in the olden times. Um, like mm, that's the mm. that's the kind of reveal is you see the shot, and then you go down to Earth, and it's not a city, but a but a small yep. native yeah. tribal sort of tribe, basically. And yeah, that's kind of yeah. Cool. yeah, which is interesting in itself because it's you're used to like. Oh, big muscles and machine right. guns. And it's like, no, no, we're stripping it all yes. back. We don't have any of yeah. that. So it's it's cool to, yeah. It, I, I'm fascinated by this idea of just like dropping the predator in different times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's but awesome. But you make a good point. Like even the physique of these guys, they're, they're sleek, they're slim, they're, you know, they're still muscle, but it's just like that taut muscle. Is the opposite of Arnie and, ah, uh, fuck. Who's the other guy in Predator that gives him like the, the head oh, shape? Dylan. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. what's his name? Um, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck me. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. What a moment. <laughs> of cinema history uh, but yeah like for them for them it's all about power like they're big muscles right, punching right. things like they'll destroy anything they touch whereas with these guys it's probably it's precision really yes it's exactly picking their yes. mark and hitting it having the patience to hit it so right. it's a really different dynamic and a different fight yeah it's beautiful um, I've done some if that's sort of the end of the fighting topic, I've got some research that I think will in- that you boys will enjoy. I saw the IMDb detective's eyes gloss over at a moment there. <laughs> you know, he's in detective mode when his eyes gloss over. I wondered what rabbit hole he went <laughs> no, down. Because I'd found something when I first watched the movie and I wanted to try and find okay. it again. Um, so when we watched uh, Girl Who Walks a Walks mm-hmm. Alone at Night, we talked about one of the greatest actors uh, from that film, which is the cat. Yes. <laughs> in entering the pantheon of great actors, I'd like to introduce you to Coco. Uh, who is the dog, Sari. Oh, I'm already on board. Um, Love that dog. So here's, here's a bit of trivia about Sari. So there's just one dog. This is her first film. No previous movie oh, experience. Uh, was adopted specifically for this movie just two months before shooting. Whoa. So they basically had to train a dog up to be in a movie in two months. Wow. And Sean, you've got a dog. Untrained. That would have been a nightmare. <laughs> He's a nightmare. Impossible. <laughs> uh, but he wanted the reason they went for this dog rather than you know trying to get another dog that had more experience right. is he wanted a dog that... That looked more like the breeds of dogs from that era. So oh. it's a Carolina dog, which is a rare breed of wild right, dog. Right, right. Oh, that's that, interesting. Um, came across the Bering Strait 16,500 years ago. So there's Fucking a hell. history lesson as oh, well. Wow. He's done it again. Anyway, so Coco's a good dog, described by her co star, Amber Mid Thunder, uh, as a hot mess, but in a sweet way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you little cutie. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could be you, Tom. Hot mess, but in a sweet way. Yeah. I mean, I forgot my own fucking name at the start of this episode. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Um, while we're on the topic of animals, something else I really loved about this this film was the, the scenes where the predator's like trying to find the top of the food chain. Yeah. Where the first one is the snake and it just like <laughs> inviscerates this fucking snake. But I kind of love the idea that it's like, it's working its way up the food chain because, yep, that's what it's there for. The challenge is, can it beat the strongest thing on earth? Mm. And again, I like that initially it's told visually and then later on we kind of do get that, I think, confirmed uh, through the dialogue. But that like that scene with the snake was great. 
One, because it's like there's a little bit of gruesomeness about it. Yeah. We get to see the predator be the predator. But then also like the snake uh, going at it. I read this. Uh, a fact I read was like that the reason the snake kind of went at it is because they can sense. They've got those pits on the side of the head that allow them to sense heat. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Right. That's cool. Yeah. That's obviously such a great callback to what the predator can actually so, itself do. So they've got do. the same superpower. Exactly right. So, yeah, it being the first creature that goes against the predator and losing so terribly is like this really nice thing of like, well, it actually has the abilities that the predator does to a degree. But yeah, I just thought that was a really fucking nice. And we see it. There's a few beats of it. Yeah. Working way at the food chain. We see it fight the wolf. We see it fight the bear. There's that fucking insane and awesome thing where it's like holding the bear up and the bear's like bleeding all over it. And it's invisible. But then, of course, the blood is like showing her who's watching the form. And you're like, that's just a great fucking scene. Yeah. Like. How happy would you be writing that scene of, like, (laughs) the bear's blood is just showing its form? Like, that's great. What I love, too, about this is you said, like, stuff gets- There's not a lot of heap of dialogue, so stuff isn't kind of explained to you Mm. massively. There's a few bits here and there. But even that beat where it's coming after her and then she gets captured and it stops because it's like, well, it's not a- This isn't worth it. You're you're trapped. You're not top of the food chain, so I guess I'm not going to worry about it. You're prey. You're not a predator. I'm going to go after the guys with the guns. (laughs) And that's the whole point. Is it's it's so it's such a nice thing because baked into it, everyone sort of underestimates her. That kind of thing, including the predator, and that is its downfall. Yes, yes, yeah. Love that dude. Big fucking dumbass. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's actually there's a there's a Comanche dub as well. You can listen to it. Yes. In the actual language. Is that right? I'm pretty sure all the cast, uh, yeah, including Amber Mid Thunder, did all their own work as well. He, Uh, the director was saying that they were. Looking originally when they were writing it and directing it, they were going to do like a Hunt for Red October vibe. So they start off speaking Comanche and then transition into English. But then he was like, ah, this is shit. So so he's like, (laughs) we just did it in both English with dubbing but also to be fair when the when the french french they're french when the french characters show up you don't really know what they're saying like you don't know yeah yeah their conversation because they're speaking french i think it's just her it's her point of view right yeah type thing yeah yeah Yeah. which i like i I think that's a nice way to get around sort of the language stuff because she's our entry point character right i always love it in a movie where um people are speaking another language and because our character doesn't speak that language we don't know what's being said yeah i think that's one of my favorite tropes yeah big fan of it yeah i hate when movies do the thing you mentioned before Tom where it's like so I'm, I, I always think of Valkyrie where right. it starts off with Tom Cruise writing in a journal or something and he's speaking in German with a German mm. accent and then it very quickly just fades into Tom Cruise's American <laughs> accent <laughs> a ridiculous ridiculous film didn't he want to do German accents and they started doing it and then the director was like mm, now nah, we're good just do your natural accent everyone <laughs> Tell me, boy. well yeah oh, boy. it's a weird movie that one because he's doing his American but then basically like any actor who's in it whatever their native accent mm. is they they just do that. So you've got wow. German actors in it doing German accents. Everyone's speaking English, but you've got German accents, American English. Yeah, that is a, a fucking mess. mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, boys. Where are we scared? Yeah, just in the sense that this is an yeah. action horror film. And anytime the Predator, particularly when you can't see it, it's, it's fucking spooky. Yeah, yeah. The, the idea of it holds up. It's still like, and again, I think having like what seems to be a less equipped protagonist fighting this very vicious and terrible monster is like, yep, yeah, that, that tracks. Of course, it turns out, no, she's very equipped and can actually handle herself. Yeah. But yeah, the idea of the Predator and, and all of its abilities, you're like, well- I would die. Like- yeah, even like even the scenes at night with the mountain lion, mm. where it's just they're sitting in the tree, and you just fucking know, like you can right. see, hear a bit of movement, and then that guy's been a smart ass, and then it's like a jump scare, basically of him getting yeah. attacked. You're like, yeah. ah, fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be yeah. like that, is it? You son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, not not an overly scary movie by no, any means, no. but like, um, the predator just has this built-in scariness to it. Yes, and I like you do see the face, but it does make me think of the original because. Like I said, I watched that recently, mm. and you're having fun because it's Arnie just being Arnie. Right. And it's completely off the chain psycho. <laughs> yeah. But then there's the bit near the end of the movie where it takes its mask off. Yes. And you see that thing's face. And it honestly, it makes me think of like fucking Lovecraft type stuff right. where it's just like, if I stare at that for too long, I will go insane. <laughs> I can't believe, because that movie is like 1987 or something. Yeah. I can't believe how good that face looks. Right, it's, right. It's the most disturbing fucking thing I think I've looked at in cinema. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, agreed. So that, this this face doesn't reach the heights, but I don't think anything ever will because that's, that's just that like pure prosthetic sort of glory time of cinema where like yeah. things looked real but were fucked up, whereas you don't really get as much of that. Especially because the rest of the Predator is so man-like. Its body is basically just a human, a big buff human man's body. And then you get the face and you're like, oh, fuck, what is that mess? It, it's right. It slowly takes it off and you think, oh, am I going to get like a bit of a fucked up Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, style face, yeah. like a human, like a man's face? No, I'm going to get something that is just like staring straight into hell. Right. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually like for this too that um, it, it's creepy and it's scary and it, it feels intimidating because I think the unofficial term is they call it the feral predator because it's wearing like a, a skull rather right. than a helmet stuff. That's cool, yeah. Um, like but that. I love the idea that it's like this kind of like it's still learning. It, the technology is not quite as good as it is in, in later yes, things. Yeah. But I also love that it's a guy in a suit. Like yes, there are parts of it that are CGI because, you know, you can mm. do that. But I think this will age so much better than other movies that are all CGI that are even from right. like re- – like recently, because it's it's predominantly guy in a costume with some prosthetics, mm. and they polish it rather than right. build it from the ground. Yes, up. it's got yeah. good bones, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. same with Alien, where they got that incredibly tall guy to just break his back to fit into the <laughs> alien suit. You've got, I think, the guy in this is like 
what, seven foot tall or something like yeah, that, something shit. crazy. Did all his own stunts too. Fuck. So that's awesome. He's just a really good physical yeah. actor and it just just helps. It's kind of like that Tom Cruise thing where it's kind of like, because he does his own stunts, mm-hmm. you can just do more things with the camera. Yeah. You don't have to chop away and, and hide some of the shittiness. And I think you get that with this. We can kind of have these, you, you get like a really good full look at it for heaps of the movie. Right, right. And normally- the more you look at a monster, the more you're like, eh, I'm a bit over it yeah. now. Not with this, because it's such an interesting design. That mm. You're just like, God, look at all the little skulls it's wearing yeah, and like, yeah. shit like that. It's just cool. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, another thing that I think on the where we scared that I generally like, oh, that's fucking creepy, is the sound it makes. Yeah. Because it sounds like an animal or, or a bird or something, but it's like- yeah, but there's still a wrongness to it. There's a there's a foreignness to it. There's an alienness to it. And so, yeah, when it makes the sound, you're like, no, that's genuinely a bit creepy. Yeah, it, it's interesting. It doesn't use because I know in other predator films it does like a a voice thing where it mimics your yeah. voice and sort of throws yes. it back. Yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting they didn't go with that. Maybe it just hasn't developed that technology yet. Hasn't learned how to do it yet, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's it. Which I liked. Yeah. I liked that it like it makes sense that it's a bit more um prehistoric as well for lack of a better word like yeah. yeah it makes sense that yeah of course if it's hundreds of years later then of course they've evolved and they've gotten more sophisticated so this version shouldn't shouldn't be that yeah i actually prefer that that it the only way it can communicate with you is through violence basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's the best in the business <laughs> hey that's what it's doing uh, <laughs> all right did our characters act wisely or foolishly? She's, She's really clever. Yep. Yeah. And her brother's reasonably clever too, like like pretty clever. Some of the other guys are dipshits. I feel like you could drop her character into any horror scenario and she'd mm. she'd kick the alien's ass, she'd kick Michael's ass, <laughs> Freddy, Jason, the tongue boy, she'd fuck them all up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like the only moment she has where she doesn't is arguably with the, the cougar, right? And I think one, she gets like slightly distracted, I think by because the predator makes its little creepy noise. And then two, she does has there is a hesitation there, I think, ultimately from her character, because that's her character arc. She gets to the point where she doesn't have that hesitation. So that's like that's it to me. That's that's the only moment where you could say, okay, not so wise. You're like, yeah, it's she's going through a character arc. Of course there needs to be some some flaws to begin with. But then the thing that I think is like that I just fucking loved. That I'm like, oh, that's wise, and I think that's awesome. Was just adding a rope to an axe. <laughs> yeah, it was like a video game where she like leveled up. You watch, you watch, got to watch her go Super Saiyan or whatever. Where she, all of a sudden she just starts throwing it around, swinging around, and then we get this lovely montage of her like learning this incredible new weapon she's just invented. And look, that's probably not realistic, but fuck me, did I enjoy watching? Oh god, cool. no, that wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, nah, wouldn't work. Love the shit out of it. Would watch that all day long. Yeah, don't care. Never buried an axe into some wood, it's not gonna just like come out with a fling a back at you. <laughs> right, right. Although she's very strong. Yes, this is true. No, but it's cool to see her practice that and then to use it in the yeah. um I was gonna say quicksand, but it's not the bog or whatever. She but gets but every yeah, mud. every yeah. lesson she learns, she applies in that final fight. Involving yes, dude. The, the, yes, the, the guns and the smoke and the like, tricking it using its helmet. The fact she watches how it uses the three dots to fire the thing, and it'll go where yes. ever the helmet's yeah. pointing. Great, great stuff. Mm. Even the bog, like I kind of had forgotten about the bog as an element altogether. And when we came back, I'm like, why are we here? You're like. Because she needs it to stay in the one place. Yep. Like, it, yeah, I thought all that worked really well. Of Like, there's almost this puzzle box element that's been taking place that I had 100% missed. But you put all those elements together, kind of like Black Phone that we watched last year. Once you get all those little bits and pieces and put them together, you've got the ultimate trap for this yep. creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tight movie. 
Tight, tight movie. Fucking tight movie. Nothing well done, but respect Dan. for uh, for Nauru. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And look, here's the other thing. Better than Arnie because uh, she lives. So. Yeah, take that, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> S- spoiler for Predator. <laughs> A movie older than we are. <laughs> All right, boys, how would we do in this situation? Dead. I mean, yes, obviously we're dead. I think we're dead. Are are we the greatest warriors on Earth? No, No, no. we're not the greatest warriors on Earth. Then we're alive because you know what? Predator comes towards us. That's right. We're too pathetic. And he's like, (laughs) we are too pathetic to kill. (laughs) And while the warriors are fighting, we take the dog. We're getting good dog pats in. We're having a great time. We're having a wonderful time. We just don't, we just can't get in its way. Yeah, yeah. If we. Stay completely out of its way, or does that betray the the core premise of what we need to do? No, no. As long as we don't even look like one percent of a threat, we are completely fine. I think we can pull this off. Yeah, I think I'm going to be tempted by that age old Sean Carney Ooh, thing of like thirty seconds of courage. I've just got to know if I can fight him. <laughs> Sean, I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got a newsflash for you. No. You can't. Yeah, I can't. Is this is this a thing that like you would have if you were like say say you were hiking in the American Rockies mm. and you ran into a bear? Mm. Would would there be five seconds of you being like, "Can I fight this?" No. And weirdly, I've been consuming a lot of bear related media lately. <laughs> I've, um, That's just a great sentence yeah. to say. <laughs> lots of bear movies, lots of bear attack podcasts. I don't know why it's happened, but what it's the just fuck yeah, are you doing? Just, yeah, I know. No, 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 I get it. We all reach that age in our lives yeah. where we just have to consume bear content. That's very doable. They're coming across my desk and I can't say no to them. I just can't. So knowing what I know about bears, no, I would never choose to fight one. But if I'm in a fight with one, then yeah, I guess I'll find out, won't I? Can I but you Okay. In this scenario, you're Mm. Nauru. You've seen it decimate a bear. You've seen it lift a bear above its head while the bear bleeds out on top of it. Yep. Are you still going? Well, I got to find out. No, I don't think I am. But if it comes to Given me, this newfound respect for bears, I would hope that you would recognize the threat it has. <sighs> this is true. I haven't thought about my learnings from the bears. This is, um, <laughs> yeah, fuck. I would only fight a predator of it through the first punch. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, by its very nature, it will. <laughs> The, the first punch is the last punch, probably. I, I like that the outcome. I like that the outcome for this uh, episode is that Damo and I survive by being massive cowards. Yeah. Sean's five seconds of courage gets him killed by the predator. <laughs> he then looks at the two of us pissing ourselves and just goes, "No, nah, they're pathetic." It shakes its head in disgust. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ghost Sean is going, "Well, I guess I know the answer to that question." Sometimes you just have to find out. <laughs> Oh, I love you, mate. It's like a strength. I'm doing a strength audit on the Predator. If it can't beat me, it doesn't deserve Earth. <laughs> a strength audit on the Predator. That's Okay. All right. Well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. And I've been Tom, not Sean Carney. Are you sure about that? 100%. He wants to be alive. <laughs> all right. If you scary listeners like this show, would like to help us out, you can. It's really easy. You can head over to patreon.com forward slash scary boys and become a patron where for just five bucks a month, you get access to all our bonus episodes, including chases, scary stories, deep dives, and we have a whole bunch of other new fun stuff coming up. And you'll get exclusive access to our twice monthly small screen scares podcast where we watch and review horror TV. And we're also adding in some RPG campaigns that we've done with a few of the Sandspants guys as well. So there's tons of good shit over there. Otherwise, you can also send us an email at 3scaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at Skeddyboys. Or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Carney. Oh, shit. I'm at Awkward Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Stay scared, everyone. 
I would only fight a predator of it through the first punch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.